0: Hey strong friend, you're listening to the Shelby Alexander Griggs podcast. Hey. I'm a former corporate leader who was tired of the corporate grind. Just when I made the decision to exit left, I was blessed to have a second chance at motherhood. Yes, my journey took a little detour, but I never gave up on my dream of fulfilling my ultimate purpose, which is to inspire and motivate people full time. Since then, I've published best-selling books I've spoken on stages across the country and hosted a highly successful radio show called Girl Talk with Shelby. But with all of my success came heartbreak and loss. It hasn't been easy, but I felt it was necessary for me to get back to doing the work. On this podcast, I'll share stories about overcoming adversity and how you can use your life lessons to be a light for others. I'll occasionally invite a few friends to our Strong friend Circle so that they can share their stories of triumph. We'll laugh, cry, and celebrate each other, but most importantly, this will be a place where you won't have to have all of the answers, nor do you have to be the strongest friend in the room. Today, sis, I'm your strong friend. So grab your favorite beverage, get comfortable, get ready to be inspired, and uplifted now. Let's go have some real girl talk. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Shelby Alexander Griggs podcast. I am your host, Shelby Alexander Griggs, and I want to thank you once again for joining me this week on this wonderful Wednesday. So if you listened to last week, I hope you did. I had so much fun with my son I mean, he's just really wise beyond his years, isn't he? Uh, I used to always hear that. I actually still hear that. And he he did such a great job uh, talking about toxic uh, friendships and um, did so well that, of course, as you heard, I've invited him back. But I've had a lot of people on social media telling me how much they love him and our banter back and forth, which is really authentic and real because we actually talk like this off the air. So... So that was a great compliment and I appreciate that. Um, people are saying, you know, he should be a part of the show more regularly or, you know, just be my co-host. I don't know. He's not interested in that. I mean, he he indulges me from time to time, but he's not interested in that. He's got his own um, dreams and gigs and things that he's trying to uh, attain. So he's not really interested in doing that. But nonetheless we had we had a great time, so I was thinking about um what I wanted to talk about this week and and this is you know I could have gone in so many directions because a, really a lot happens to me from week to week. I have so many areas of of uh conversation that I really want to want to bring to the forefront, but I do want to just acknowledge the um senseless crimes this weekend um in El Paso. And, and Dayton i you know it just like 911 um i've i've really just been kind of glued to the television and been very just emotional just you know senseless senseless acts of violence and the stories behind that because you know that's really i mean that's the real stories are the people behind that um the ones that got left behind and of course you know with me still in um, a place of of grief. As I'm getting stronger every day, thank you, Lord, for that. You know, it's still a, it's still a soft spot. It's still a um, an emotional trigger for me. So um, so anyway, I just sending out my thoughts and prayers for those families affected. And um, you know, we just gotta bring love back. I know, Marion Williamson, Democratic presidential candidate, uh, gets a lot of flack for talking about. Bringing love back, Um, but there is some there is some validity to that. Is that we really need to bring the love back um, to our communities? And here's the other thing we need to do. You know, uh, some of my friends, we we talk about this and we get um, we get we get up in arms, so to speak, when we start talking about the millennials, Uh, especially my. Uh, former co-workers, when I worked in in the healthcare—I mean, not healthcare—I'm sorry—in the um, childcare industry, uh, we talk about this. We see these new parenting tactics and techniques that that just really are sometimes raising really bratty kids, or um, you know, who 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 knows that there is a lack of uh, structure. There is the, these children are given too much rope to make decisions. And, and, you know, it's just it's just a different era. Um, I'm using my dad's words. You know, it's a different era, different time, a different era. And the parenting styles are so different. Um, You know, of course, I'm an, a mature mom. So I have a lot of old school values that I bring into my parenthood. So my kids, I don't deal with a lot of the things that I hear a lot of my Uh, friends who have younger kids deal with, because I just, I'm just different in that way. Of course, being raised in the military by strict parents that just kind of, you know, carried its weight uh, through my life and into my parenting. So with that said, you know, we just, we just got to get back into finding out what our kids are doing. We got to, you know open up these doors and these bedrooms I don't care about this keep out my daughter right now has a sign on her door if I'm not here you know don't enter do not enter um and I go when I want to <laughs> I don't care I think it's a cute sign but I don't care it's not for me <laughs> she it's she she's um she knows better she knows better she doesn't challenge it but but yet still, you know, there are parents out there that go, oh my gosh, the sign's up. I won't go. I'm going to, you know, protect your privacy. No, doesn't work that way. Not in my house. Everybody does things differently. Everybody will do things differently in terms of parenting. And I'm not judging and that's not my place. But anyway, I get off on a tangent and that's not even what I wanted to talk about today. Um, what I wanted to talk about was what's happening, not not what happens, but what is happening in your wait period. I think I touched on this a couple of shows ago, but not just the wait period, but when you're just about to give up. I mean, you've been doing this thing, grinding it out every day, and you're not seeing any fruits of your labor manifest. So how do you just keep holding on? How do you just keep on keeping on? And I'm going to tell you about me in that, I mean, gosh, I have so many stories of how I made such a detour in my path of purpose because I just got impatient and got tired of waiting. And I know you've, you've heard this before and you're probably, you know, you're a church going person. You've heard your pastor say it about how long Joseph waited and Abraham waited, but in real life, it's like, how can I wrap my brain around that when I am doing all the work necessary to put myself in a position to make things happen for me and my family and it's not happening. And so my answer to you is that you have to just keep digging. You have to keep grinding. You have to keep going in spite of. Because what you don't know is that that 1% that you go further than you've ever gone before could be the, the catalyst for change in your life. I said something a few days ago, and it was, it was honestly, in, in all sincerity, it was, a, it was a defeatist attitude, which is not even me. But I became so frustrated. And I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing everything I, I'm supposed to do, but I'm not seeing things happen. So maybe this is not for me. See, this is the thing too. You know, we have to be careful about the voices in our heads that plant the seed of doubt in our minds that we're doing the right things. And I remember praying and, and saying, Lord, just show me, show me that I'm on the right path. Show me that I am doing the right things that are placing me in your will, placing me on my path of purpose. You know, I often think about losing my husband and, you know, and it's, it's something that is natural to feel is the, what we, they call the survivor's guilt. It's like why, well, you know, I'm, I'm still here so that means i have work to do so there's a sense of urgency and everything i do now you know i posted on social media a couple of days ago about when you realize the value of time you just move differently i'm paraphrasing but that's that's basically what it was saying you move differently you think differently and so i feel like i don't have time to waste I don't have time to waste in friendships. I don't have time to waste in jobs that don't serve me, serve my family, serve the world in the way that I know that I should be showing up. So I don't want to make the wrong decisions in doing things like that. I don't wanna make the wrong decision in aligning myself with people who are not going to advance purpose and God's will for me in my life. So I'm really in this sense of anxiousness that I want to be doing meaningful things that are keeping me on that path of purpose. So I have to, you know, do a lot of self-talk. I have to do a lot of self-talk. This whole, you know, God is not a of confusion and the anxiousness is not, you know, the scripture says, do not be anxious for nothing. So I have to continuously talk myself through the emotion, through the feeling. And so this is what I would recommend. If you are struggling with whether you are doing the right things to make your your purpose uh, manifest in your life, if you're questioning whether you are aligned yourself with the right people, whether you said yes to the right job, what I recommend that you do is keep focusing on the work. And also do the self-talk, do the do the positive self-talk. And I still believe in doing exactly what T.D. Jake said, when it is not there, when you don't see what you desire, speak it until it becomes that. So every day I wake up and I am in my prayer time. I am thanking God for what he has blessed me and my family with and thanking him and specifically specifically about health and wellness and um, sound mind and body and the opportunity to see another day to do what I was called to do. But then I am also asking to stay in the will of God. Stay in the will because the will for me Is my purpose the will for you is your purpose and so you can't allow yourself to get in the way with the negative self-talk with the with the mindset that things aren't happening so therefore it won't happen and you got to speak those things as though they were so I always speak with intention what I desire to have in my life what I desire to do in my life. And if there is one thing that I have really had to work hard at is the self-talk because with grief and life just life moving on regardless it is it can be a sucker punch on a daily basis. So I just have to Walk it out every day. Talk it out every day. And I'm going to tell you, I, like I said earlier, I, I, I got a couple of days ago, I was just in this funk. I was just like, Whoa, what is this? And, and I was like, Lord, I, I'm just, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm tired of being strong for this. I don't want, mm, I'm done. And I said it, but I had not taken the action of being done. And I'm going to tell you two days later, the one thing, well, actually it wasn't just one thing, it was two things that that I really had been uh, praying for, working towards, had manifested. And so it was to me, it was God just saying, see, you know, you can't give up on me. I'm working on things on your behalf. I'm talking to people about you that you have no idea but one day it will be revealed. So if you're sitting here and listening to my show and wondering, am I, am I doing the right thing? Should I ride this thing out? Or should I just throw in the towel? I'm saying, keep going. Speak every single day your intention. Everything that you do, think about the intention behind it. And then I also learned that it is easy to get off course strictly because you've changed your mind about how you see things. Changing your mindset in a negative way could just take you in a different direction. Maybe it doesn't take you completely off course in terms of your purpose, but it will delay it. So I, I have to be very careful about that as well. And then finally is speaking with intention, doing things with intention. I love that Oprah, this is one of her things that she does. And someone brings a project to her. And you know what? I, I've done this most of my life and I didn't really know what I was doing. It just was a natural thing for me. Is that when someone brings her a project, she asks, what is the intention? what do we want to see happen? How is this going to serve the world? And how am I going to be a part of that? How can I add value? I have turned away many jobs and opportunities because it just didn't align with my intention in terms of what I wanted to put out in the world. I've coined the phrase, my dad used to always say, all money ain't good money. You know, and, and I, there were moments where I didn't have a dime in my pocket. But I still said no to an opportunity because it didn't align with my intention, with my purpose, with my brand. So again, when you are in that wait period and it can get very lonely, it can get very scary because a door is closed, but no no one's opening another door. So the hallway is really dark right now. And I'm just telling you to be still. Don't go running up and down the hallways looking for doors to open and and shaking doors. Wait in the stillness. And as you are in that stillness, work on you. Perfect your craft. Find your voice. Tweak your brand. Whatever that is, that's what you do when the door has been closed and another one has not been opened, is you wait you settle in that stillness and take advantage of that time so that when a door does open and it will open, you'll be ready. Okay, that's that was all I had on my heart today. And so my strong message for you today is something just so obvious, but needs to be said. And the quote is, most people never run far enough on the first win to find out that they've got a second don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. It feels like the natural thing to do because you don't see things happening for you in your life. But I'm here to tell you, it will happen. Keep believing, keep grinding, and keep speaking it into your life. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to my website at ShelbyAlexanderGriggs.com. Be sure to share your email address so that we can stay connected. I have so much more to share with you over there. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe to this podcast and share your thoughts about the show. Share your breakthroughs, your light bulb moments. I want to hear them. Oh, yeah. And please don't forget to share this episode with someone you think needs to hear it. Until next time. We don't need magic to change the world. We carry the power we need inside of ourselves already. And remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So fill yourself up first. Give yourself grace. And if you're good, don't forget to check on your strong friend.